Welcome to Around the Diamond, Ottawa's source for baseball talk. This is Shortstop Junior Rojo with the Rockland Boulders. This is your boy Reggie Abercrombie. Hey, this is your boy Coop. This is Josh Wood. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Kenny Bryant from the Ottawa Champions. This is Quebec Capital's third baseman and pitcher Lachlan Fontaine. Hey, this is Ottawa Champion second baseman Albert Cartwright all the way from the Bahamas. You're listening to Around the Diamond with my man Diamond Dante on CKDJ 107.9. Profiling players' careers and their life outside of baseball. Now, here's your host, Diamond Dante. Seb high and deep to right, and that's out Cartwright, and that's a walk-off single. Albert Cartwright wins the ballgame. Mastro Berti comes in to score. Duarte up the middle, and that's the ballgame. Wilson, the one-two, big cut, and he struck him out. Wilson back-to-back strikeouts on a slider in the dirt. Tissenbaum swings at that one. And your co-host. Chambers flying into third with a triple. Chambers is back. He looks up and it's off the top of the wall. Fires it back into second base. And they got him. Chambers slaps it the other way. Louis Cardinals World Series champion Adron Chambers. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Welcome to episode 50 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ. 107.9. Like always, I'm your host, Diamond Dante, and today I'm hosting this show solo on this beautiful Saturday night here at CKDJ 107.9. You're listening to the only baseball show in Ottawa, and if you're listening here on radio, you can find the podcast on iTunes by typing in Around the Diamond in the podcast app, or you can find the podcast on SoundCloud or on my Twitter page at Diamond underscore Dante for just a straight-up link uh, straight to where you can find any past episodes or uh, some of the latest work that has been done on this show. Uh, as you just heard in the intro, Adron Chambers not with us. He's actually uh, in Pensacola. He was supposed to join us for our first segment, but uh, we uh, fortunately ran out of time as we do have a jam-packed show for you. Coming up next, James Mulray, the newest left-handed pitcher to be signed this offseason by the Ottawa Champions, will join us coming up next uh, to talk about his career uh, playing Division One College or Division One University at... Um, Northeastern University, which is located in Boston. So uh, it's going to be nice to see what he has to say. After that, we're going to talk with um, Tyler Norgram, who is uh, one of the newest catchers to be signed by the Ottawa Champions this offseason and will compete for the starting job with Danny Grauer. But, I mean, uh, just from the way Danny Grauer played last season, it's safe to say that Norgram will probably be the backup catcher this season. And he plays a little bit of outfield, a little bit of third base, and we'll talk with him as he played uh, in the Pacific Association last year and has a a bit of experience as a catcher. How Lanier saw him this offseason and... Uh, it's going to be nice to see exactly what he brings to the Ottawa champions, and I'm looking forward to meeting him in spring training as well as James Mulry. Uh, um, later on in the show, we do have a, a, a pretty big interview to, to bring to you. It's going to be uh, Steve Brown, 
who's actually, uh, he was nice enough to join us all the way from Columbia. It was tough to kind of get uh, the number and, and call him up, but uh, we, we managed to do it through FaceTime, uh, which was really nice to, uh, to, to talk face-to-face with Steve Brown. He's a, a, a wonderful individual, a really nice guy, and he did a great job to try to, uh, to speak our language. He's been in Canada for the last five, six years and has had a lot of success in uh, the, the French uh, cities. He's played for Trois-Rivières. He's played for Quebec City. He played for the Edmonton Cracker Cats back in 2010 out of the Houston Astros system, is now going to play for the Ottawa Champions. And it's actually funny, His uh, uh, he mentioned in the interview that his girlfriend's from 12 of years, so that had a big uh, um, big reason why he decided to uh, sign with the Ottawa Champions. And he said in the interview, all it took was just a quick phone call to Sebastian Boucher, the team's hitting coach, and said, hey, listen, I want a place to play, and I think I want to play for Ottawa. And, and Seb said, hold on, give me one second, let me call our, our front office and see if we can work something out. Uh, but for episode 51, it's going to be the one-year anniversary next week. And can you believe it? 50 episodes has already gone by on Around the Diamond. It's been a, a wonderful ride. And I never thought that when I started this show, it would uh, it'd be able to to go this far. And I have to thank guys like we just heard in our intro, uh, Adron Chambers, who's in Pensacola, unable to join us. Uh, but once the season starts, he will be back with us in studio. Uh, it's always nice to talk with veteran pl- guys like Steve Brown. And uh, the first show that we did, we talked to Seb Boucher, Hal Lanier. And then the second show, we talked to uh, college uh, guys like Johnny Cole or Andrew Wirth, which was uh, the, one of the first episodes of Around the Diamond. So I'm really happy with the way that the product has turned out over the last year. And I'm looking forward to continue the this show uh, into the Ottawa Champions season and uh, for more seasons to come wherever I may go, whether it's in the minor league system or a different independent ball team or whether it's with the Ottawa Champions. Still going to take this show everywhere I go, and uh, I'm pretty happy with the way that things are gone. Once again, you can find me on Twitter by typing in uh, at Diamond underscore Dante. And uh, let me know what you think of the show. I'd be really happy to hear your feedback as uh, James Mulry will join us coming up next, Tyler Norgren after that. And then to finish off the show, it's going to be Steve Brown of the Ottawa Champions. We're doing a full Ottawa Champions show, folks, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, what uh, they have to say. And I'm excited to talk with those guys. So uh, we're going to wrap it up here for our introduction. Once again, I'm Diamond Dante, your host for tonight's episode of Around the Diamond. It's episode 50. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, James Mulry will join us in our next segment to talk about joining the Ottawa Champions at a college, how he got seen, then Tyler Norgram, and then we're going to finish off the show with Steve Brown from Columbia. You're listening to episode 50 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. Don't go away because we'll be back in a few. Hey, this is James Mori from the Ottawa Champions. You're listening to Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. Welcome back to episode 50 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. I'm your host, Diamond Dante. The Ottawa Champions made a flurry of moves this past week, and that's why we're very happy to bring on Ottawa Champions' newest acquisition and give him a little bit of a taste to Ottawa. It's Northeastern University alumni James Murley joining us here on Around the Diamond. Hey, man, thanks for coming on the show uh, and happy to have you here. Of course, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. And so uh, have you had a chance to look at where Ottawa is in Canada? My guess is that uh, you haven't uh, been up to Canada or been up to Canada just yet. What's your first uh, taste of Ottawa been like so far? Uh, you know, I've just been trying to figure out, like you said, I've never been up to Canada. Um, coming from Boston, it's, you know, not too far of a ride. So um, kind of doing a little bit of, 
checking out where it's at and and trying to figure out uh, the surrounding areas. Um, so yeah, it definitely seems very interesting, and I'm looking forward to finally getting up there. James Mulry is here with us on Around the Diamond talking about his career last season. Of course, you pitched uh, four seasons, actually, with Northeastern University, mm-hmm. which is located in Boston, and you had an excellent uh, record, or oh, a record of 11-21 and 21 with a 497 ERA as a left-handed pitcher, 197 strikeouts in 228 innings pitched. Now, if you could take us through your four seasons at Northeastern University, which is located in Boston, what would you give us uh, a little bit of taste of that and and exactly what you learned there? Uh, so four years, uh, my freshman year, I uh, started as a uh, relief pitcher. And uh, that whole year, I kind of played both roles. I, I had some starts and I had a, a good amount of relief appearances. Um, you know, after that, I primarily became a starter, um, making, you know, starts the, the last three seasons or my last three seasons there. Um, you know, learned a lot that, you know, jump from high school to college is is uh, is difficult, but you know, there's a lot that that comes with it, and you know, all those innings, I definitely, you know, learned a lot about myself as a pitcher as well as just in you know learning about myself in general. Uh, it was a great four years. I made a lot of great friends, and um, you know, it was a it was a great experience for me. And of course, James, uh, you just turned 23, actually three days ago. So uh, happy birthday to you, James! And uh, uh, thank you. Hey, no worries. And um, as a 23-year-old, of course, take me back four years ago when you graduated high school. What was your? Uh, d- did you have any opportunities to maybe get drafted? Was any anybody scouting you? And what went through your mind when when decided to go attend uh, Northeastern University in Boston for four years? No. So uh, coming out of high school, um, you know, didn't have. Uh, too many people looking at me. I had Northeastern and a few other local schools here in New England, um, but no professional, you know, interest. But uh, Northeastern was kind of a dream school for me. Um, grew up watching them my whole life. My dad was uh, also played for Northeastern. Um, my freshman, sophomore year coach, Coach uh, Neil McPhee, was actually my father's coach there. So I had the, the pleasure of playing under Coach McPhee for my first two years and uh, under Coach Glavin for my last two. Um, so going to Northeastern, I was nothing but excited to, you know, finally play for the team that I've been watching my whole life. James Mulry is here with us on Around the Diamond, the newest Ottawa champions acquisition as a left-handed pitcher, and he will most likely join the team out of the bullpen this season. And of course, you went to a Division One school at uh, Northeastern University, which is once again located in Boston. How did you get in? Was it your marks that got you into a Div One school, and what were you expecting when you first attended there? Uh, it was a little bit of both. Um, you know, Northeastern is a great academic school. Um, they take a lot into account. But, you know, the combination of baseball and school and, and the program that they had to offer was, um, you know, was what helped me get in there. And, and uh, yeah, that's about it. And and when you went to Northeastern University, did you mm-hmm. feel that uh, your main goal was to maybe get signed or drafted into professional baseball, or, or or was it to attend a certain program that you wanted to maybe learn a little bit more in your career or start a career if baseball didn't work out? What was your mentality when you first went in there? Uh, definitely a little bit of both. Um, like I said, the, the academic reputation of Northeastern was great. It also gave me the chance to play uh, great competition. We played in the Colonial Athletic Association, uh, played some great teams. But, I mean, I feel like, you know, in my opinion, anyone who plays the game always has those dreams, those aspirations to play professional baseball. So, um, you know, the four years were, 
they were a grind. I mean, all the, you know, academic work as well as the work in baseball, you put a lot, a lot of hours in. And, you know, ultimately my goal was to hope to continue my career in baseball. Um, you know, just I've always loved the game since, you know, I first played it. And, um, you know, I'm just very grateful for the opportunity to come up to Ottawa to, to get started. And, of course, James Mulry is here for us on Around the Diamond talking about uh, his young career and has been just signed by the Ottawa Champions. He will join them uh, this spring training in uh, at the start of the regular season. And um, did you feel that playing Division One University baseball helped you get signed this offseason by the Champions, or, or what was it? Um, so, so, actually, I, that was part of it. Um, playing Division One baseball definitely prepared me well. Um, as I said, I, you know, I was always a starter and, uh, Hal saw me a couple of weeks ago down in Florida at a, at a camp, um, and really liked me as a relief pitcher. Um, and a relief, you know, as a reliever, I've always feel like that was a good role for me. Um, I think that Hal having seen me, you know, definitely, I hope I made a good impact and it seems like I, I did so far. So, um, you know, I think it was a combination of a few things, but, you know, Division One baseball definitely helped prepare me um, mentally for the, you know, the long grind and uh, all that goes into playing baseball at a high level. And, of course, Hal Lanier is looking to replace a couple left-handed pitchers that he lost this offseason due to a player to be named later trades and a free agency. So as a left-handed pitcher, what was the conversation like between you and Ottawa Champions manager Hal Lanier just a few weeks ago? Um, at first, uh, you know, Hal saw me as a guy that could, uh, get lefties out. Um, the more he, you know, he saw me throw a few times and we, we talked about it and, uh, I think he's looking for me to come out of the pen. I don't know if, I don't think it'll be just a, a lefty lefty role. I think that, um, you know, from speaking with Hal, he wants to see me as a reliever and, you know, being able to fill a few roles, which, you know, I hope I'll, I think I'll be able to do. Um, so yeah, I don't know if there's going to be one specific role or if it's going to be multiple roles, but I'm just looking forward to, to getting going. And in this off season, what have you been working on to better your game and, and eventually get signed and work your way up into professional baseball? What have you been working on so far? Um, I mean, one of the biggest things for, for me and for anyone is the repetition. I've just been working on, you know, repeating my delivery and, and throwing strikes and, and to, you know, to anyone, those are two of the most important things, uh, as a pitcher, um, you know, one thing I also, I'm a left-handed pitcher. I throw, you know, from a couple different arm slots. So I think that working that in this winter has kind of given me a little bit of an advantage moving forward and and uh, has helped me better my game. So, And just to further your profile and maybe get the Ottawa Champions fans to, to get to know you a little bit better, mm-hmm. uh, where do you usually slot off with your arm slot? Is it three quarters? Is it sidearm a little bit lower than that? What could you tell us about your delivery? Uh, so throughout college, I was pretty much a, a three-quarter guy. Um, this year, I started mixing in, dropping down from sidearm. Um, so I'm, I'm majority, you know, I throw a fastball, changeup, and a slider um, from and from both angles. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like the sidearm angle will be mostly just for left-handed hitters just to give them something different. But I feel like it was a good way to, to mix in a couple of looks and to, I guess, keep hitters guessing. And you talked about your pitches throwing a fastball slider and a changeup. Which one of those three would you say is your bread and butter? Butter, and how do you use them during the game scenario? Um, 
I mean, I, I throw a majority. So my fastball, I throw all two seams. Um, that's probably one of my go-to pitches. And then for me, it's situational. If it's a left-handed hitter, I'll, I'll go towards the slider more. If it's a right-handed hitter, I'll, I'll favor the changeup. Um, but, you know, I try to try to stay consistent with those three pitches and, and try and keep them all, you know, on top of keep on top of my game with all three of them. And, of course, the biggest question that some of the fans might want to know, and especially for myself as James Murley is here with us on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9, the, the newest acquisition for the Ottawa champions, a left-handed pitcher out of uh, Northeastern University. And uh, wh- why don't you tell us a little bit about where you average with your speeds? Um, I'm usually right around upper 80s. I think I'm right around 90 miles an hour. Um, you know, I'm hoping to to – stay consistent at that and and to keep working up and and continue to improve myself and of course what's your mentality coming into this season what are you trying to prove and what are you trying to do coming into your first season of professional baseball um definitely you know as i talked about i was a starter through college and uh definitely want to try and prove myself as a reliever um prove myself as a guy that can get people out and can throw strikes and you know make an impact in a bullpen. Um, just coming in to, you know, as I said, try and prove myself uh, professionally and hopefully move forward with this game, uh, you know, a little further. And James, uh, I just want to go back to your meeting with Hal Lanier. What was your first reaction when you had the chance to meet uh, a former major league uh, infielder and a former major league manager as well? Oh, it was great. I mean, how's an unbelievable guy. I got the, the pleasure of speaking with him a bunch of times through um, the camp I went to was about 12 days long. So, um, I met Hal my second day there officially, um, when he, he had offered me a, a contract and throughout the camp, we, we kept speaking and, you know, nothing, but I'm looking forward to, to spending a season under, under his, uh, management. You know, he just seems like a guy who knows so much about the game and a guy I can learn a lot from about baseball and about the mentality and, and, just base, professional baseball in general, um, you know, just very excited based on our conversations. And James, just finally, before we wrap things up, have you had a chance to look at the champions roster? And did you do you know that uh, the champions actually won the, the 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 whole league last year? They went all all the way to the finals. They were down two games to none uh, in a best of five series, and they won three straight to take down the first place or well, sorry, the uh, the second place Rockland Boulders at the time in the Can-Am League Championship. So have you done a little bit of research on the team? Oh, yeah. I've been doing uh, research since I, you know, first heard that I had the opportunity to play. Um, you know, it's awesome to be coming to the, the champion, Ottawa champions, and it's funny enough that the name is the champions, seeing that they won last year. But, uh, yeah, I got to look at the roster. I, as I, I don't know if I've mentioned before that, you know, I know of four of the guys uh, coming from the camp, uh, Brandon, Tyler, uh, Victor and Sanchi. Um, so I'm looking forward to <clears throat> being with them and playing with them again. Um, and then, yeah, I've been doing my research, looking into into the team, and it's done nothing but excite my excite me moving forward and and you know finally getting up there. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great summer. Well, there you have it, James Mulry, the newest acquisition of the Ottawa Champions and will most likely suit up in the Ottawa Champions bullpen from the left side. And it seems like that's what Hal Lanier needed, a left, left-handed reliever this offseason. He got one uh, with you, James. Hey, listen, thanks for taking the time today, and we Absolutely. look forward to uh, meeting you this, uh, this spring training. I'm looking forward to it as well. I'll see you soon.
That was James Mulry of your Ottawa champions, one of the newest acquisitions, and uh, it looks like Hal Lanier says he's actually uh, going to suit up in the bullpen from the less left side as the, the champions did actually... Uh, lose Miles Moeller and Josh Blanco, their two left-handed pitchers this offseason. And Mulry even said that he could uh, go to the rotation if needed. He was a starter uh, in, at the, Divi- the Division One Northeastern University. So it's going to be interesting to see exactly where Hallinier puts him after spring training. But remember, folks, coming up next, we're going to talk with another New acquisition of the Ottawa Champions, Tyler Norgram, who played him in the Pacific Association last year, was just signed as a catcher, and he's most likely going to be the backup catcher behind Danny Grauer uh, this season in 2017. And of course, uh, Norgram hit 375 last year, so it's going to be interesting interesting to see exactly what he brings to the Ottawa Champions. And I looked at his baseball reference. He's actually played a little bit of left field, a little bit of outfield, and has also played some third base. So he's going to add a little bit of versatility coming to the Champions this season. Of course, just joining us was James Mulry. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Tyler Norgren will join us to talk about uh, what he brings to the Ottawa Champions and his young career playing in a, a very new league in the uh, Pacific Association last year. It's, in- it's going to be interesting to see what he says about that uh, independent league with only four teams. So we're going to have to wait on Tyler Norgren. That's coming up next after that. Steve Brown, he's from Columbia, and he's the newest star center fielder to join the Ottawa Champions. We'll see where he fits into the Champions lineup, most likely the middle in the final part of the show that's coming up next on Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. We'll be back in a few. Hey, this is Tyler Nordgren, catcher for the Ottawa Champions, and you're listening to Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. Welcome back to episode 50 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. Once again, I am your host, Diamond Dante. You can find our podcast on iTunes by typing in Around the Diamond or on SoundCloud if you're an uh, Android user on your uh, on Twitter by typing in at Diamond underscore Dante. Before, we were talking with Ottawa Champions left-handed pitcher James Mulry. Now I'm very happy to be joined over the phone with the newest Ottawa Champions catcher. It's Tyler Norgren. Hey, man, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem. Uh, nice to talk with you, Tyler. And uh, so far, have you done any research on the city of Ottawa? You're from the uh, the California area, so uh, my guess is that you're not too familiar with uh, Ottawa and uh, Canada as well. No, not too familiar. I haven't ever been up across the border. Um, I know it's a little bit colder up there right now than San Diego, mm-hmm. so that'll that'll be a little bit of an adjustment. Uh, so, so uh, have you had a chance to uh, research the champions at all, or, or what do you know about the Can-Am League? You played in the Pacific Association last year, so have you done a little bit of research on the league and on the team itself? Yeah, I mean, I know there's the league has three teams in Canada um, and then three in the New York, New Jersey area. Um, obviously, we're in Ottawa, Ontario, um, and I know we're the defending league champions, so that part's just pretty exciting to come into a team that, you know, just won a championship and is looking to repeat. 
And uh, Tyler Norgren is here with us on Around the Diamond. And before we talk about uh, how Hal Lanier saw you and and exactly uh, what you're going to be doing coming into this season in 2017 with the champions, I just want to do a quick background check on you. Over the course of two seasons in pro ball, you split time in 2016 between Pittsburgh and the Pacific Association and the Gateway Grizzlies of the Frontier League, where you combined for a 325 average, a one home run, 18 RBIs in 46 games. Now, over the course of your career, could you give us just a quick introduction of playing in the Pacific Association and what that kind of league is about. Uh, yeah, so that league's up in North Northern California. Um, it's a little bit East Bay area. Um, it's a four-team league. It's not bad. It's a pretty good league. Good competition. Um, the Aaron Miles, who played about eight years big, um, he actually won a World Series with the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, I believe it was in 04. I could be wrong on the Cardinals won in 06. 06, yep. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it was a good league to, to get started in, and I enjoyed my time, my time there, but I'm definitely more excited to be headed to Ottawa and be in the Can-Am League. And, Tyler, I lost you uh, over the phone for just a quick second. Who was the player that played for the Cardinals in 2006? Aaron Miles. So Aaron Miles was my manager um, with the Pittsburgh Diamonds last last season. Okay, that and what was that experience like to play under a guy that has obviously been at the major league level and knows a lot about the game? Yeah, it was a great experience because, you know, just sitting in the dugout next to him and picking his brain just about the game of baseball, you know, certain situations, what you do here, what you do there. Um you know, being able to talk to him about at-bats and, like, specifically what you look to do in certain at-bats and certain situations of the game and just the little things, little things in baseball throughout the game and then even how you approach the game beforehand, how you get your work in, in batting practice, how you prepare your body for the game and then going through the game and then after the game kind of uh, recover and just a, a lot of little things that add up to the big things. That's what you can learn from an ex-big leaguer, and that those were really important things for me. Tyler Norgren, the newest Ottawa Champions catcher, is here for us on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. Once again, you can find the podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud by typing in Around uh, the Diamond. And uh, I actually did a quick search on Aaron Miles, and I remember him actually when he was with the Colorado Rockies in 2004 and 2005. He was a second baseman back in the day, and I noticed just from looking at your baseball reference that you had played a little bit of third base and some outfield, so you had been in the infield uh, not, not only being a catcher, but also playing some third base. Did he have any sort of help on you transitioning from catcher to the infield and back and forth? Um, yeah, he helped a little bit. Um, the, the big thing for me, though, was that I played third base in college. So I didn't start catching until my first year after college, my first year with the Vallejo Admirals. That was the first year that I caught. So being able to play third, a uh, little bit of outfield, you know, some versatility things and being able to play all over the diamond. So he really kind of, we, we lost our third baseman towards the end of the summer. And then he found out that I could play third and he's like, Hey, I need you in the lineup. We need you to play some third base the days that you don't catch. And then there was one game where I did get in the outfield. And then he, he told me, Hey, you know, for the future going forward, you know, in the off season, start taking some fly balls too, because that's just, 
helps with versatility as well. So he was really big on being able to play all over the diamond because, like you said, he played second uh, for most of his career, but he also played some third and shortstop. He was kind of like a little bit of a utility guy. And he was a utility guy as Tyler Norgren, the newest Ottawa champions catcher, is talking with us on Around the Diamond about uh, his uh, young minor league career and splitting time between the uh, Pacific Association and the Frontier League. So just take me back to your first professional season. How did you, uh, how did you get signed? How did you get noticed uh, enough to play in the Pacific Association? Was it kind of going to an open tryout or was it just uh, you know, knowing somebody in that league? Yeah, so I, I went to a showcase. It was called the Indie Pro Showcase, ran by Nick Belmonte. <laughs> um, it was it was the first first showcase of, of his that I went to, and then the last two years I've gone to his Florida minor league camp. So I've been involved in three of his showcases that he puts on. But the first one I flew out to Houston for, um, it was, I think it was about in March or April, so the season was still a month or two away, and I was looking for a place to play. I wanted to keep on playing baseball, and I thought that I could play, you know, at a at a high higher level. So I went out to Houston, and I went as a as a catcher because I knew I had started to prepare myself and work out in the off season as a catcher, and I knew that would be the best opportunity for me going forward to get signed with teams. So I went there as a catcher, and he saw me. And then the second day, he came up to me and he asked me, you know a little bit about my story and where I came from. So I told him, you know, I went to school at Point Loma Nazarene University where I played third, and now I was looking to become a catcher. So he got me set up with the Vallejo Admirals. He called the coach or the the manager at the time, which was Gary Templeton Jr., and mm-hmm. then kind of just took off from there, went, went up to Northern California and, and caught for Vallejo. Tyler Norgren, the newest Ottawa Champions catcher, is joining us here on Around the Diamond. And just to kind of go back to you playing under Aaron Miles, is it kind of cool to know that uh, you not only played under a guy that uh, won a World Series in 2006, but you're going to actually have a chance to play with a former World Series champion and Adron Chambers, the Ottawa Champions right fielder, who won a World Series with the St. Louis Cardinals in 2011. How does that sound? Well, that sounds pretty cool. You know, I had no idea that that Adrian was a, a World Series champion himself. Um, it's That's actually really exciting to find out. That's just another person that you can pick their brain and learn more about the game and become better. You know, somebody that has that kind of experience, it only benefits you and it only benefits the club, you know, so that's, that's really exciting to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you didn't you didn't know. I kind of just threw that you uh, threw that at, at you off the bat. I, I uh, my guess was that you didn't uh, know that uh, we had a World Series champion on the the Ottawa Champions team, and he was great for us down the stretch. He also played with the the Cubs organization, so he has a lot of experience. It's it's probably kind of cool to know uh, that uh, you played. Um, are you going to be playing with Aaron Miles uh, this uh, spring training in the rest of the, the Can-Am League season? Just to move on from that, of course, Tyler Norgren, the newest Ottawa Champions catcher, is here with us on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. How would you compare uh, the Pacific Association in terms of standards to other leagues? Is it more like the Empire League, like the Pecos League, or is it closer to the Frontier League? Um, I'd say... I don't know much about the Empire League. I'd say it's kind of in between the Empire League and the other league because um, the competition was good. There were some good players, guys who had been who had played affiliated baseball themselves, you know. Um, 
So I would say from what I've heard, it's it's kind of a mixture um, of like the Empire and the Frontier League, kind of in between that. And, of course, when you went to the showcase and manager Hal Lanier saw you, and uh, what was the conversation like? Did he come up to you and say, hey, listen, I like you as a catcher. I'd like to come and see you in spring training and see if you can make this Ottawa Champions team. What was the conversation like with uh, Hal Lanier, the Champions manager, this offseason? Yeah, I mean, that was pretty pretty similar to how it went. You know, he, he this was my second year at the showcase, so he had remembered me from last year and um, – he was talking to me as, as we had gone along, and then um, I forgot what day in the camp it was, but they they offered me the the contract and was like, hey, we want you to come up and, and see what you can do and, and things like that. So I'm excited to come up there, that's for sure. And what are the expectations for you coming into camp? What are you trying to improve on? What are you trying to do to, uh, I guess, better yourself for the 2017 uh, Can-Am League season when you do come down to Ottawa in May? Um, I mean, a lot of the goals is just is it's just team goals. You know, at this point, you just want to do whatever you can to to help the club. You know, whatever way gets the club more wins, then, then that's what you do, really. So you just find... Find ways when you get up there, whatever you can do to help the club. That's that's the that's the goal. And as we wrap things up, Tyler, of course, you are a catcher. So what have you been working on this off season to better yourself as a catcher? And, of course, you can attest to this, and I've seen it too just from talking to catchers uh, over the course that I've been doing this show. And, and this is episode 50, so it's actually uh, just coming up on the one-year anniversary of the show. And I've talked to a few catchers, and they always say that in the off season, it's always about trying to stay consistent, pitch framing, blocking balls in the dirt, and always uh, trying to, to stay strong at that position. What have you been working on this off? season uh, to better yourself as a catcher yeah it sounds like I'm going to say a lot of similar things that that other catchers have said because you can always improve your game you know you can your strengths can always be improved and your weaknesses definitely can always be improved on so the big thing as a catcher you know you always want to be be a good receiver somebody that 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 pitchers like to throw to so you always want to be able to to work on your receiving skills, definitely blocking in the dirt because you want the pitcher to have confidence that he can spike a curveball when he needs to with somebody on base and you're yeah. going to block it. So those are the two big things. Um, obviously throwing, you want to be able to throw people out. So so those are the three three big areas you work on, but then you work on the little things too. You know, there's always pop-ups, you know, butt plays, you know, pitch calling, you know, how you go over games, baseball IQ, things like that. And then – Strength as well, just overall strength. You want to be able to have the leg strength to be able to squat back there for nine innings, day in and day out. So it's just always it's always repetition. You're continuing to get repetition to get better at your craft. The newest Ottawa Champions catcher, Tyler Norgren, joining us here on Around the Diamond. We're talking about the art of catching, if you could say that. And before we wrap things up, uh, do you feel that maybe once you come to spring training with the Ottawa Champions, your goal is to get to know uh, some of the pitchers that maybe the uh, Hal Lanier is going to say, hey, listen, you're going to be catching these guys on these days. I want you to get to know this guy in the bullpen. Is that going to be a key thing for you coming into spring training to get to know uh, the pitchers and get that communication going between you guys? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the communication between a pet pitcher and catcher is huge. You know, you want to be on the same page as the pitcher so you can get things moving in the game, the tempo is good, and you feel like you get you can get a rhythm going. So it's it's huge in 
in independent baseball when spring trainings are limited that you really get you get a good feel with all the pitchers as quick as you can, you know, and, and there's certain guys, like you said, if you're going to be catching certain guys all the time, you want to really be be on the same page with those guys. So the, the catcher-pitcher relationship is huge. So you really want to try and hit that right off the bat. Well, there you have it. Tyler Norgren, the newest Ottawa Champions catcher, and will most likely uh, be working with uh, Danny Grauer this offseason, or sorry, this uh, spring training uh, to see who gets the starting job coming into spring training. Hey, listen, Tyler, thanks for taking the time and joining us here on Around the Diamond, and we look forward to meeting you uh, in spring training uh, this coming May. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me, and I can't wait to get up there and get into Ottawa. Catcher Tyler Norgren just joining us here on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. And the newest catcher to join the Ottawa Champions will most likely serve as the backup to uh, Danny Grauer as he earned that job uh, last season. Coming up next, we're going to be joined with Steve Brown, a Colombian baseball player that just signed with the Ottawa Champions. And he's a star. He uh, helped the the uh, Trois-Rivières Eglis won the championship two seasons ago and played with the Quebec Capitals. It was also a prospect inside the Houston Astros system and played in the 2013 World Baseball Classic with Columbia. We'll see if he's actually going to suit up for Columbia at the 2017 World, World Baseball Classic. That's coming up next. Steve Brown, the newest Ottawa champions outfielder, joining us next to finish off the show. It's Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9, episode 50. We'll be back in a few. Hi, this is Steve Brown from the Ottawa Champion, and you listen around the diamond on CKDJ 1079. Welcome back to Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 1079. Once again, I'm your host, Diamond Dante. Before, we were talking with James Mulberry and Tyler Norgren, two of the newest Ottawa Champions signees of this past week. And of course, we're going to welcome the newest Ottawa Champions acquisition. It's Colombian center fielder Steve Brown. And before we get into things, Brown has played 12 seasons of minor league baseball between the Houston Astros system and most recently with the Trauravir Aglas in 2016. And Steve also played for Columbia at the World Baseball Classic in 2013. He joins us today. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm fine here. I'm doing pretty well, and uh, I guess uh, how's the weather out in in Colombia? Is that where you're located? Yeah, I'm um, I'm in Barranquilla, Colombia, right now. It's like it's really warm right now, really really warm, warm, sunny. So and, and I'm I, enjoying the sun right now. My my guess is that you're not looking forward to seeing some snow on the ground in Canada. Um, kinda, kinda. Um, I hope, I hope not bad though. I hope in May it's not that cold. And just to kind of start things off, you've played for a, a lot of Canadian teams over the last few years. The Edmonton Cracker Cats in 2010, I believe. You moved over to Quebec, then Trois-Rivières, and now to Ottawa. That's four Canadian teams in the last six years. Now, Steve, um, what have you liked about Canada enough to stay here over those last uh, few years? Well, in 2010, in, t- in 2010 when I get not released, like Astro never signed me back, whatever. So I went to Edmonton. For two years, then I went to Quebec for 2012, and then since 2013 I was in T T R, Two River. And like about Canada, I don't know, man. 
I know. I really love Canada. It's it's like a nice country. Everything's like cool down. It's not a lot of noise. I don't know. I just like it. And and every time I'm looking for a team, it's a team from Canada. Call me. So why why not? And yeah, why not? Steve Brown here for us on Around the Diamond. The newest Ottawa Champions uh, acquisition from bi- this past season is uh, was an outfielder with the Trois-Rivières Eglas uh, last year and when you won the championship in 2016. And uh, so what was the conversation like uh, this past week when you first uh, got signed by the champions? Did you reach out to them or did they reach out to you? How did that kind of process go? Well, I was waiting back from the t- from the Eagles I was really, I was think I was going back. I really want to play there again, but it's like baseball is business. So then the coach called me and the T and TJ, the Eagle, the Eagles coach called me and told me he gonna put me on waiver, whatever. I'm like whatever. So I was kind of pissed at the same time. But I don't know. Something just told me Cal Cal Boucher. So I Cal Boucher. We we played together in 2012 in Quebec. And then, then try train me last year too. So I, mm-hmm. I call him. I, I just get, I just get released from from the Eagles. So I don't know. I'm looking for a team. If you guys need an outfield, or if you need, if you know somebody looking for an outfield, just let me know. I'm looking for a job, whatever. And then like really. So and so like, he's like okay, back I call. Becca call, Becca make some call, and then I, we we figured out whatever. Since that day, I we just start talking and talking. Since last last week, they call me and then tell me they want to sign me. So I was kind of really excited. I have a couple friends. I play with a couple guys in the team. I play with Boucher, like I tell you. I play with Carwright in Houston, in the in Lexington, and then I play with Chamber, Aaron Chamber. I play with. We play winter ball together, like in. 2010, 2009, 2010. Yes, it was kind of nice. And it seems pretty nice. I'm sure the champions are very happy to have you on this team. Now, uh, we know Sebastian Boucher has been a center fielder for most of his career, and and, and I don't know how the the position was like for you when you played for Quebec uh, when he was a center fielder, if you had played left or right field. So what was the conversation like between you and Sebastian in terms of where you're going to suit up in this lineup on the defensive side of things? Are you going to play center field and he's going to DH, or are you going to move to left? What's kind of going to go on in uh, in that sense? Oh, like, right now I really don't care. If I have to play, if I have to catch, I catch. I really don't care. Yeah. But in Quebec, I was the right field. He was the center field, and when... When Boucher have like day off or DH day, I would be the center field. Mm-hmm. But in the champ, in the Ottawa, like in the in the center field, in the Ottawa center field, and then when I sign, before I sign, I tell them like, I don't care, I can play left, right, like I really don't like it. But if that's going to be my job, I would take it. But then we talk, and then we're going to. I think we're going we we're going to rotate. Like so, one of the I think one of the outfield would be the DH. We rotate whatever, and I can tell you, like I really don't care if I have to play left, right, center field, DH, first base. I don't care. We just we just wanna I just wanna go there and have fun and help the guys do the same thing they do last year, win the championship and do the best I can every day. 
Steve Brown, center fielder with the Ottawa Champions, is here for us on Around the Diamond. Now, just to kind of go back to the beginning of your life and the beginning of your career, I want to talk about your days uh, playing baseball in your home country in Colombia. How did you get noticed in 2003 enough to get signed by the Astros? Well, I'm from the island, San Andres Island. And then my dad used to play baseball. So I, would, I just grew up watching my dad playing baseball here and there. And then, I don't know, in the island, there was no more baseball. So my dad just sent me to play baseball and go to and I'm finish my high school in Barranquilla. So that's why I'm, live, I'm living in Barranquilla since 2001. So I start workout. I start love baseball, like... I want baseball to be my job, whatever, but I was still going to school, to high school. So 2000, since 2012, I started workout for a different team. Like, then we come see me at home, like, we, we want to make a, we want, we, we want you workout for us. We want to work out with you, this and that. So 2013, it was, uh, I think it was a Panam Games in Panama. Um, my second dad, the guy where I lived since 2001, is one of my dad's friends. But I call him dad now. So he was the head, Columbia national team head coach. So like, this is the, I'm going to put you in the national team. I was 15 years old. And it was a tournament. It was a guy like big league guys, 25, 30 years old. I was the youngest guy in the tournament. I sell a P. Pila was the was Canadian catcher. So since that day I started work out really hard for sign. I almost signed with the Seattle Mar- Mariners. I was close to sign with them. My dad never have a deal with them, so then I signed with Houston in two thousand December two thousand three. So since since two thousand three I'm I start since 2004, I started playing pro baseball. Steve Brown is going to stay with us going into our final segment of the show, and he's going to talk a little bit more about how baseball has grown um, in the country of Colombia, and that's where he's living right now. So it was also nice and, uh, nice of him to join us all the way from Colombia as he will be making the trip down to Ottawa for the 2017 season. You are listening to episode 50 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 1079. We'll be back in a few with Steve Brown for our final segment of the show. Hi, this is Steve Brown from the Ottawa Champion, and you listen around the diamond on CKDJ 1079. And Steve, um, I, I, since you've been talking about your days playing baseball in Colombia and how you got noticed at the young age of 16, 17 years old, uh, do you feel that the game of baseball is, glo- is growing in your country? We know you guys have an excellent national soccer team. Uh, you guys are all over the weir- uh, the world in terms of soccer, whether it's the English Premier League or the City A or the uh, the Spanish League. Uh, do you feel baseball is growing in your home country? Yeah, actually, it's really growing really a lot. It's like now we have more guys in the big leagues. We got Quintana, we got Tehran, we got. Um, Oh my God, Australia from the from the Cleveland Indian. We got with the the uh, Solanos, Jonathan and Donovan. Mm-hmm. We got Dilson Herrera now with the Cincinnati Reds. 
we got a couple. We got more guys in the big leagues now, and we have a bunch of guys in the minor league too. So <clears throat> I think yeah, baseball is growing up in Colombia, and then you can see now Colombia going to the World Classic. So that means <clears throat> we we playing better baseball now. What about uh, Ernesto Fieri? I always uh, I always thought that name was an Italian first name, Ernesto Fieri. Did you have the chance to play with him? Yeah, I got the chance to play with him against him. Actually, I faced him this winter and was kind of want to retire or something like that. But then I think a couple of teams calling. They want to give him a, a nice opportunity or something like that. So I don't know who's the team. But I think he's going to the World Classic with Colombia. And then I don't know. But yeah, we got different guys. We got Fury. We got a bunch of guys in AAA, AA. So... And just going back to the beginning of your career uh, and when you were a kid at maybe 16, 15 years old, did you play soccer or was baseball always the first uh, sport for you? No, actually, my dad moved me to Barranquilla because I was quit baseball and I started playing basketball. So, But my dad wanted me to play basketball, so I'm like, no, we want you to play baseball, blah, blah, blah. So that's when you just <laughs> moved me to Barranquilla so I can play baseball, so... And, the one we play basketball, but soccer? No, I never play soccer. Maybe here and there in the street with my friend at school, but like actually, I a soccer team never. So, so you were a pretty good basketball player, is that right? I, I guess so. <laughs> what, what position did you play in basketball? Were you a shooting guard? No. Yeah, kind of a shooting guard. I was not that high when I was playing basketball. I was kind of one of the smallest guy. And just going, I want to take a look at your background. If you can maybe tell us who was your favorite Colombian baseball player growing up, or maybe just your favorite player in general that you always looked up to. Like from Colombia, Edgar Renteria. Wow. We live in the same town. We played together in, in winter ball. Then we play. We played together in World Class, the qualify World Classic qualify in 2012. Then it helped me a lot when I was Houston in, in spring training. It was in Disney with Atlanta Brave. Mm-hmm. So it helped me a lot. Um, but like an outfield, like I always look on Andrew Jones. It's always, that was my favorite player, Andrew Jones. But like like I tell like like a Columbia baseball player uh, is Renteria. And it's weird you mentioned Andrew Jones. Uh, Steve Brown is here with us on Around the Diamond. A Colombian center fielder is uh, making, uh, was just acquired by the Ottawa Champions uh, last week. And you, you talked about Andrew Jones. He's actually from Curacao, which is not too far from uh, Colombia. Is that right? And yeah, it's not that far from. It's not that far from Colombia. It's in the Caribbean. So, um, yeah, it's not that far from Colombia. Now, Steve, I want to ask you about um, baseball in, in Colombia compared to baseball in Venezuela. Why are there, there are so many baseball players coming from Venezuela compared to Colombia? Is it just because there's, it's more of a popular sport in Colombia, uh, or sorry, more of a popular sport in Venezuela rather than Colombia? Or, or what's the deal there between those two countries? Because you guys are right beside each other. Yeah, but I think, like, I think in Venezuela's first sport is, is baseball. So you can see in the big leagues after United States and and Dominican, Venezuela is the more with more players in the in the big leagues. And Colombia, Colombia is soccer. Colombia first 
first sport is soccer, so that's why I think only in the coast we play then play baseball in Colombia, like only in five cities. Like Barranquilla, Cartagena, Cincelejo, Monterrey and San Andres. It's like five or six city only play baseball in, in Colombia. And in Venezuela you go from south to north is baseball. And Steve Brown here with us on Around the Diamond talking about his career and playing uh, Colombian baseball. We're talking about the national team, Steve, and you played for them in 2013. What was that experience like to suit for your, your main country at the World Baseball Classic? Hey, it was really fun, really fun. I played, with, I played there. I played with them in 2012, uh, qualified, and then last year in Panama, too, when when we played in Panama, too, I played there. It was really fun. It was really fun playing with all those guys. All those, my old teammate, I have a bunch of time, don't play with them since they make it to double triple A, then just stop playing winter ball. But it was really fun play for the national team, represent our country. And it was really, it was really nice. And Steve, I believe you won't be suiting up for uh, the 2017 World Baseball Classic for Team Columbia because of uh, certain reasons. I mean, I'm sure they would need you. No, actually, I really don't know what's what's happened. I was I was supposed to be there, but I don't know what happened. That's the coach idea. I don't know. Then the one make the roster. I was not in the rust last roster, so I don't know. But I hope, like I tell you, I hope anyone play center field, right field, left field, whatever. I hope them play good and then help the team win. So I guess you're going to be playing, uh, paying some close attention to. Uh, Team Colombia at the World Baseball Classic, and how do you feel that they stack up against countries like Venezuela, even Canada, Italy, and and, and the rest of the countries in the world? And then, like, they have a pretty good team. Like, it's not going to be easy. They have to face first game. They have to face and United States. Then I think is Canada and then Dominican. So they have three three really good country about ba- play good baseball so it's not going to be easy but i think we got good players good pitchers so i like a short tournament anything can happen so let's see let's see what happens well your friend jonathan malo and former teammate is playing for team canada as the shortstop and he's going to be playing against columbia so i guess you got to give him a call and say hey listen you got to keep the damage down yeah yeah it's actually <laughs> actually like uh i don't know almost like a month ago he tells me like like we, I always call him Tamer. He call me Tamer. So like, he text me on Facebook. Hey Tamer, I see you in Miami. Whatever. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I like him. I don't know. I have to wait to the last. I have to wait to the final roster. So, but I don't make it. So, but yeah, Mal is going. It's a nice kid. It's a nice, nice person. Inside the base, in playing baseball and outside the inside the field, outside the field, he's a great, great person. So I uh, wish him the best and. I hope and go up for four though, but I'm uh, sorry. I hope and go four for four, but I'll call him the win. <laughs> well, there you have it. Steve Brown of the Ottawa Champions joining us here on Around the Diamond. Hey, listen, Steve, thank you so much for taking the time, and uh, we hope you enjoy the uh, the nice sunny weather, and we hope when you come down to Ottawa, it's going to be just as beautiful. Yeah, I hope too. I hope too. I can't wait. I'm really excited to be there. Can't wait to use change, use the blue, blue and red, the same color my winter ball team so <laughs> i can't wait i'm really excited it's a new 
New team but same goals. That was Steve Brown, the newest acquisition of the Ottawa champions, and they made six this past week, and we talked to three of the six on the show, and unfortunately uh, two of the other acquisition unfortunately do not speak English and will not be able to join us on the show, but uh, Steve uh, did his best to join us all the way from Columbia with the, the long distance and uh, the language barrier there as he's still trying to brush up on his uh, English, and he told me from playing with Quebec and Trois-Rivières over the last three seasons, has learned a little bit of French, so uh, it's uh, definitely nice to see that uh, he can speak uh, the two languages that we all speak in Canada. It's English and French. And, of course, um, the Quebec side is right over the bridge. So it's going to be nice to see uh, Steve Brown fit into the culture here in Ottawa. And he's very excited. He talked about it earlier in the interview in uh, in our fourth segment that it was actually just a quick phone call to Sebastian Boucher saying, hey, listen, I want to come play in Ottawa. Uh, I just got released from Trois-Rivières. And uh, let's see what we can uh, if we can make a deal here. And uh, he wants to play center field, but I'm sure he'll be happy with uh, playing in it anywhere else on the diamond. Once again, we want to thank Steve Brown for joining us on the show. We want to thank uh, two of the new Ottawa champions signees and both rookies, James Mulry and Tyler Norgren, for joining us earlier in the show. And it was nice to touch base with them and talk to them and, and see what we can expect from them coming into their first professional season of baseball in Ottawa. And once again, it's been episode 50. So uh, definitely pretty happy to see uh, 50 episodes go through. But just next week, it's going to be the one-year anniversary of Around the Diamond. It started it on March 5th, 2016, and and I believe it's going to be the one-year anniversary next week. So, anyways, uh, find me on Twitter at Diamond underscore Dante, and you can tell me what you think of the show. Find our podcast on iTunes by typing in Around the Diamond or on SoundCloud by once again typing in uh, Around the Diamond. And if uh, you want a quick short link and how to get to uh, find the podcast if you're not already listening on it right now and if you're listening on radio you can just follow me on twitter or find me on twitter at diamond underscore dante you'll see the latest podcast pinned uh, to my profile page and you'll see a link to how to find it on itunes and you can also check out all the past episodes once again thank you so much for listening to episode 50 of around the diamond we'll see you next week